Welcome to Taking the Hot Seat with Abigail. I'm your host, Abigail, and thank you for joining me today. On today's podcast, I wanted to discuss tips and like study habits and that will help you get that A. So it's back to school season and grades can defeat even the best of us. And I'm a freshman. So one of the things that I've heard a lot from other people is that sometimes what works for you in high school won't work in college. And that um, like being a great student in high school is great and all, but sometimes you won't start off college being that high performing student. And so to give myself a bit of like a boost of morale and just a boost of self-esteem, I'm going to talk about different study habits just to make myself feel a little better and to give myself a little hope for what I have ahead of me. Um, and also, this is for you guys as well. I'm gonna like give us both the starting point, which is listing out different options. Because um, one great way to tackle the school year is to come up with a plan. Um, sometimes plans change, but having a starting point is better than doing nothing because having a goal, but not really setting a plan around that goal, you're not really gonna get to the goal at the end of the day. And I also wanted to give a disclaimer. When I say an A+, I mean the best grade you can possibly get. Because school is different for everyone. Um, And sometimes certain classes, getting an A just is not impossible. Um, But getting the best grade you can get, getting that passing grade is what I mean when I say get that A+. So stay tuned. the nitty-gritty i wanted to share some random worldwide school fun facts um these are very very random but i found them really interesting it was fun to read uh different articles and get these different um fun facts so number one a school in the philippines is made entirely of recycled pop bottles this school is named bottle school it took about nine thousand bottles and dozens of volunteers to build each bottle was filled with sand water and straw to keep them sturdy so it's literally, like, if you search up pictures, it's literally a school made out of bottles. And I think that's just so cool, especially in a world where, like, reduce, reuse, recycle is very important. Um, like, I would never think of making a whole building out of bottles. Like, I know that, like, bottles have been recycled for clothing, things like that. But, like, a building is, like, crazy cool. Another fun fact is... In Russia, children always start school on Knowledge Day, which is September 1st, even if it's on a weekend or on a holiday. So September 1st is when people start school. And I just thought, okay, that's kind of weird, but also I would hate for it to be a weekend, like a Sunday, it's September 1st, and I'm starting school. Like, what? (laughs) I would not be happy at all. Number three is in a remote area of Colombia, Kids have to travel to school on a zip line. Um, And some kids are too young to travel alone, so they usually travel with a parent or like an older sibling or something. But I just think that's so cool to have that type of view and travel to school on a zip line. I'm sure for them it probably gets old because like you do it all the time. But that's just so sick, like an adrenaline rush, a nice view, 
a breath of fresh air in the morning before school and after school just that literally sounds so sick like i would i would love it i would literally love it i probably would get bored eventually but i would love it at first number four there's a school in germany that's been built to look like a giant white cat and i searched up pictures and you should too the building design has whiskers and circular windows for eyes and so when students arrive at school they enter the building through the mouth of the cat and then the coolest part is the tail of the cat is found at the back of the building and it doubles as a slide so the the cat's tail is a structure in the back but it's also a slide which i thought is really really sick um and then number five and this is the last fun fact i have is the largest school in the world in terms of students is the city montessori school in india um, there are currently more than 56,000 students attending the school on a daily basis and over 4,500 staff members. That is a large amount and seems really intimidating. I don't know how I would feel if I was a student at that school. But I also feel like like a pro to that, like a large amount, is that you can find your group of people, people who relate to you. But it can be very scary, very intimidating, not really much, like, not able to really connect with your teacher and some other students well enough but you know there's pros and cons to everything so yeah that's all for the school worldwide random fun facts okay so if i'm being honest a lot of what i'm gonna say has been mentioned a million times but sometimes a little reiteration doesn't hurt so we're gonna get right into it. So number one, um, plan ahead and stick to it. This is a tough one because sometimes when we see a test is in two weeks, we tell ourselves like, oh, no, it's okay. Like I have time before the exam. But what we forget to factor in is that we have lives, okay? Even those of us who think we have no lives, we do. We have extracurriculars, family obligations, self-care, friendships to maintain, random emergencies. Um, sometimes we have to deal with ourselves too. Like we're people, we're in need of you know, personal things. And so, in short, what I'm saying is we have a lot going on. So it's best to plan and start studying as soon as possible. That way you don't have to cram and that way you don't have to do last minute, like pushing yourself for things like that. Because cramming is one of the worst things you can do as a student, especially if it's information you're going to need later. Studying over time helps you with retention, but cramming, that only helps momentarily. And before you know it, like after a couple of days, that information has left, like literally left your brain, like ran away. So yeah, if you plan ahead, you're getting ahead of that problem. And sometimes there's times where I've planned ahead I've started studying and then the next week there's absolutely no time for me studying but that practice that I've had for one week it stays and then the night before when I'm studying it's not really cramming but it's more so like bringing it back to memory relearning um relearning that information so yeah plan ahead stick to it sometimes it's not easy to stick to it but at least plan ahead and start it that will help you it's better than nothing and it's better way better way better than cramming Number two, use your resources. This may sound dumb, but sometimes under stress, we forget how many resources we have to prepare for tests. If you cannot understand a concept, ask your teacher, ask your professor. Some professors have office hours. Use those religiously. Don't be that student's like, oh my goodness, they're gonna hate me. Like, if it's easier to contact your teacher through email, then so, like, email them. But forget about thinking that you're annoying. Because at the end of the day, it is your degree, it is your diploma that you're getting, and they are there to be a resource. 
Another resource is study groups or a study partner. This one can be tricky because some people rely on their study group slash partner to do all the work for them. Study, studying with other people should foster thought and build connected pathways between the coursework and the other like other people's thought processes also studying with others helps you remember better but only if everyone contributes don't be that person that comes in with nothing i'm not saying it's wrong to not understand a concept i'm saying that if you're gonna go to a study group make sure you've read make sure you've done your notes make sure you've shown up to class so that you know what's going on that way you guys can share info with each other help each other remember better and um, help each other understand other concepts more. Don't be that person that doesn't do their homework, doesn't do the reading, doesn't show up for class, and then expects that in the study group, that person's teaching you. They're not the professor, they're not the teacher. They are a resource and someone else who's learning too. And they're actually going into the study group hoping they're getting information too, so don't be that person. Um, and another resource I would say is Quizlet. Things like that. There's study things online. There's study practice tests. Use use online resources for your own good. Don't don't use the ones that will hurt you. Um, Grammarly can help with spell check. Quizlet has so many so many flashcards. There's people who've done these classes before you. I'm sure you can find a flashcard, or you can make your own set of flashcards and share them with people. Um, I know that that's was something like I've done like in high school like I would make flashcards or other friends would make flashcards and we'd share them just to make everyone else's life easier. Um, there's so many resources. Use your resources. And if you don't know what to do, there's other people who may be confused or other people who do the same thing as you. And you can reach out and be like, hey, um, to another person in a class, be like, hey, uh, I'm trying to study. What are your tips? What are you doing? Try to find out what everyone else is doing because some things will work for you. Some things won't work for you. And talking about those things and attacking that issue as soon as possible helps you become a better student helps your grades so yeah use your resources there's many of them use them don't tell me there's none because there's there's always something also number three take breaks okay literally just take a break our brains can handle a lot but they also need breaks too breaks study like breaks between study sessions help with retention because it allows the brain to compress and consolidate memories of what you just practice. Number four, find a study space that is free. When I tell you free, just free of distractions. Also set your distractions away, like silence your phone. So for me personally, I have a personalized study mode on my phone called Get That Degree. I don't know why I called it that, but okay, now I do know. I'm just being annoying, but yeah, I have it. It's called Get That Degree. And I've customized it to a way that I won't receive phone calls or texts except from family because sometimes emergencies happen. Um, also, the only app that I'm allowed to use, I've allowed myself to use during my study mode, is Spotify because I like playing classical music and lo-fi music when I study. And I connect the music to my uh, speaker slash AirPods so that I don't really have to like touch the phone. But yeah, find ways to help, uh, find ways to make sure that there's not distractions around you or minimize those distractions. Um, another thing too, I, okay, this is, this is, this was in fifth grade, but it was still kind of major for me. So in fifth grade, I had an issue just sleeping and I talked to my doctor and I told my doctor, like, I sometimes just have a hard time falling asleep. And she asked me, do you, do you do your homework on your bed? And I said, yeah, but what does that have to do with me having a hard time sleeping? Your brain is smarter than you sometimes your brain notices your patterns and your environments so if you find a place to study 
your brain will learn, oh, this is the place where I study and I do homework. Don't do homework on your bed if you can avoid it. Because doing homework on your bed is telling your brain that this is where I do my homework, this is where I need to be alert, and that way it'll be harder for you to sleep. Um, So find a study spot because your brain will start to realize, oh, this is study mode. Let me get into study mode. And so from then on, I was pretty good about making sure I did my homework on my desk. And then my brain would get into study mode or work mode when I would sit at a desk. And if that still happens wherever I am, if I'm sitting at a desk, more often than not, my brain will just go into study serious mode. So yeah. Okay, number five, give yourself some brain fuel. Like, eat a snack, drink water. I'm telling you, it will help you down the line. Um, Because if we're going to, you know, train our brains, we also need to listen to our bodies. And our bodies need fuel. Number five is reward yourself. So this can be a snack or hanging out with friends or watching an episode of your favorite show. In short, just give yourself something to look forward to or something that'll motivate you. Um, Yeah. Give yourself a reward. You deserve a reward. You've worked hard. You're working hard. Um, Don't deprive yourself of a life. But also at the same time, practice, you know, temperance. Um, Number six, review, review, review. And I repeat, review, review, review. And I repeat again, review, review, review. Practicing the information you've learned is the best way to retain information. It's like weightlifting. Like, you have to exercise a muscle to strengthen it. So, if you, like, okay, with weightlifting, you you lift, right? And if you stop lifting for a while, your muscles kind of weaken, and they kind of shrink a little bit. Not Sometimes it's not noticeable, but your muscles just aren't the same anymore. And that's the same thing with reviewing. You have to constantly, constantly, constantly put practice to that, like, practice just practice 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 this can be quizlet can be flashcards it can be reading the material over and over again um for me something that would work in high school is sometimes there are certain teachers that i just for the life of me just it didn't matter how they taught me i wasn't gonna remember anything that they told me so i would have to outside of class i would reread from the book i would write notes then I would make flashcards on vocab, things like that, or important information. And then I would listen or watch videos on YouTube about that certain topic. And so, in a way, that was review, 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 because I'm giving myself that information in different ways, but it's still the same information over and over again. And so my brain is taking it in, taking it in, taking it in, and remembering it for the test. And not just for the test, when you practice something so much, it, sometimes it won't leave you like even after the test is done you will still use that same information that's why cramming is bad and i repeat do not cram cram not do thou should not cram please um and then number seven this is a personal one for me and could be controversial for some people which is you know is fair for ish okay i'm just gonna say what it is so um pray prayer um ask god to help you just pray because just do it if you believe in it just do it and i know that there's many other tips i didn't include but these are just some of the ones i felt like were important 
and if you have any other like tips like you can definitely comment them in the question tab if you're listening via spotify if you're not you can always dm me and tell me and i can share them in a future episode or on my insta story so yeah thanks for listening The shout out of this week is Haley Reardon. She is an artist that I've been obsessed with, especially her song, Honest. I love how she uses a guitar in her songs and her lyricism is simple, but yet it gets you thinking if you listen hard enough. Um, Haley Reardon is a critically acclaimed singer songwriter and a storyteller. She dove headfirst into music at the age of 15 and has spent the past decade writing um, and performing music around the world. She has a great folk vibe and is definitely worth a listen, so check out her socials in the description box and her music. That's a wrap on Taking the Hot Seat with Abigail. I'm your host, Abigail, and stay tuned for more conversations with me.